This podcast is a proud member of the Lamb Podcasting Network. Find the network at largeassmovieblogs.com. Okay, hello and welcome to the Blueprint Review Podcast, uh, episode 28. Uh, I think tonight is going to be a short one, uh, people. We've Laura's not here, and uh, I'm the only one who's seen any new releases. Uh, so yeah, it's going to be a short one, which uh, should be fun. <laughs> but anyway, uh, <laughs> but let's jump straight into it. The one thing we can all talk about, I guess, is trailers. Uh, there's not been a load. There's been a few interesting trailers knocking around. Uh, how about uh, let's start with you, Linz. What have you? I know you've just seen a couple. Have you seen uh, anything? I just saw the second Total Recall trailer, which, okay. from what I can gather, is the entire Total Recall film. Um, mm. I don't know if that's because no, you don't see in. the bit where he comes out on Mars. No, that's not oh, happening really? anymore. I don't think there was his, no there was no his, Mars. His head explodes. <gasps> I don't. You said they're not going to do that, and then I, I was saying to Dave, do you think they're going to do the bit where he pulls the thing out of his nose and his little bulgy head? And it's obviously a really bad iconic. aesthetic in the They've original. They've got the three booed women in that trailer, haven't they? So yeah, so that's fine. That's all I need. <laughs> but it, it just—I mean, yeah, I—I I think I'll watch it. I'm not going to lie. Looks good because I, I love the original. Good. And yeah, I don't know. I think it looks even better than if the it is predictable. It... That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so, what did you like about it? What excites you about it then, Lens? Um, I quite like. Do you know? I quite like the plot. It sounds because it's a bit shit, but I quite like the idea of. Kind of everybody's a double, and who can you trust? I think it'll be a little bit annoyingly iRobot. There's a lot of kind of irritating, uh, kind of Stormtrooper esque characters, and lots of cars that float, and you know, slow motion stunts, which I think will really irritate me. But yeah, you know, Colin Farrell, who I keep wanting to call Clive Owen, is it Colin Farrell? Yeah, Colin Farrell, yeah. he's a good badass. Kate <laughs> Beckinsale's good at punching boys in the face. Work. It could work. They've kept the lady with three boobs in. So, yeah, exactly. It's all good. Yeah, I don't, it's I, worth yeah. for that. Yeah, I, I it's still be better than those um, prosthetic ones from the original. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a funny one because it's like the originals. The originals load. <laughs> the originals loads of fun, but it's sort of purposely trashy, which works. So it's a yeah. funny one. It's not like it's not like doing a remake is going to be ruining some sort of beautifully made classic. But yeah, exactly. but at the same yeah. time, it just I don't know. I don't know. It looks a bit. It looks a bit more, a bit too polished. I quite That's like the sort of thinking. naff, sort of dated, sort of yeah. uh, cheesiness of the original. Yeah, but in a way, but I, that's in a, that's probably why I'm more looking forward to it. That it's not really a yeah. proper remake of the original. It's like a different take on it. Mm. It's just much more the story. serious. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because, yeah. like you say, the, I think the story. I think it's a really interesting story. It's almost like the game, isn't it? That kind of is it real? Is it not real? Sort of thing. And I think that's interesting. And it's, I don't know if it looks like classy improvement though. I think it just looks like. More oh, it's just like modernized. To DVD today's sort of trashy. Really, I think I, I don't know. I, I mean, it's the guy did. It, it's the guy did Underworld and stuff like that. I don't, That's I don't the worry. Know. It's just I don't know. I'm not, I'm it, intrigued. It doesn't look bad, but I, I don't know. I'm like concern would be is it loses its kind of personality because the the original's really kind of bad in places, and like that's what we kind of like about it. Whereas this might just be another shiny faceless yeah. stunt fueled set piece yeah, yeah but it's better it's got a better movie. story than most of those bollocky films though true yeah. and they might stick closer to the to the book good old Philip K. Dick who's written shitloads of films well shitloads of books that we intend to films 
But uh, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll see. I think it's it's out. When is it out? Actually, it's fairly soon. I think. Fuck knows. Not. I don't know about the um, the English release date. There's been a lot of publicity, so it must be out soon. I imagine. Yeah, I keep seeing Jessica Biel's face everywhere, so yeah. she's obviously plugging that. Everything's steering clear of Dark Knight, but after that, maybe. Cool. Um, the trailer I wanted to talk for is actually talk about. The trailer came out a little while ago, um, and the film's been everyone's known about it for a long time. But for some reason, we've never really chatted about it, and that's uh, Skyfall, the new Bond film. Because um, I've not seen the trailer. Well, there's there's been there's, there was a teaser a while ago, but there's quite a longer trailer out now. Um, and I'd seen it online a couple of weeks ago, but they've they showed it before Spider Man um, on the big screen. And uh, yeah, I, I'm a big Bond fan. I've always liked Bond. Uh, even when Bond's bad, I can still watch it. So it's it's all good for me. Um, and yeah, the new trailer, I think it looks great. It looks it again. It's it's going for the more serious sort of style and stuff like that. Um, it looks a little slicker maybe than some of the. Um, not like bad slick, but in terms of it looks a bit more visually interesting than a lot of the Bond films. Uh, it's Sam Mendes directing it, obviously, this time, which should be might be interesting. He's not How the, far is it since the last one? Like, is he still going to be all ragey about Vespa, or is he going to have moved on? Yeah, I think it's a new story. I'm not sure, actually. I can't, okay. I can't, I can't remember. The Quantum of Solace is like the least memorable film in the world. Because it, it, it was but, kind of a continuation of... The first one, but it was so yeah. it was so angry that it never yeah. really made a lot of sense. It was like what? So it's yeah. just it was basically just on some kick-ass revenge trip, and it was just like yeah. calm down, Bond. It's weird, Quantum of Solace, because a lot of people slack it off. But it's weirdly, I mean, I saw it late on. I missed it at the cinemas, but I saw it later on. And after watching it, I was like, I was thinking, oh, I thought that was alright. I quite enjoyed it. But it's one of those films that is just within like about a couple of hours I just totally mm. forgot what happened it's just a bit I remember a, the hotel in the desert being blown up and that's, yeah, about, that's it. about it I can't remember the end yeah, the I, of I was really disappointed in it um, I've not been impressed with a Bond film for a long time I thought even Casino Royale was mildly overrated to be honest it's well I, I think like, the thing with Casino Royale is it came off the back of the invisible car Bond so Casino Royale was mm. comparatively compared to the last Pierce Brosn- Brosnan Bond absolutely jaw-dropping because it yeah. was like, this is Bond, mm. none of that freaking, oh, I'll just get my invisible car bollocks. It was a bit was- of a change of pace mm-hmm. as well. It just felt a little a little bit different. But yeah. no, I, yeah, I must admit, I, I loved Casino Royale when I first watched it, but <clears throat> it's a film that um, on repeated viewings has gone down a little. Yeah. I, I, still, I still enjoy it, but it's, um, I don't think it's amazing. Did Daniel Craig play Bond before Christian Bale played Batman, or was it the other way around? Because they both did a similar thing. I'd say Craig came first. Yeah, because yeah, they and it worked. But now we've kind of got to the point where we almost want the cartoony thing to come back because it's well, like think, everyone's so gritty. I think Bond's going more for a Bond thing than a Batman thing. They blatantly ripped off the Bond movies. Freaking love Bond. Yeah, and there's, there's the new Bond coming out in a bit with Jeremy Renner. Mm. Yeah, are they doing another Bourne with Matt Damon? Did I hear that no, or did no. I make that up? No, they talk about him in the trailer because um, the idea is there's like another agent that they trained up. Oh, that they trained up lots. Is he yeah. called Bourne or is he called something else? No, else? no, he's, I don't know what he's called. but um, Billy, I think. Yeah, <laughs> but, they, um, <laughs> but they do reference, they talk about Bourne in the trailer for the new one. Uh, yeah. Just they talk head- about him a lot. I think in the trailer, they're desperate to make people realise that it is a sequel to the... Billy Ultimatum. To the other films, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. But Billy the tra- Identity. The trailer for that looks pretty cool, actually, but we're not talking about that. But yeah, Skyfall, as I say, I think it looks solid. It looks it looks like it could, could be potentially quite good, but you never know. It, as I say, for me, with Bond, even if it's a bit rubbish, I'll still watch it. I'll still enjoy it. 
Yeah. And I think you might have the most non-political statement of the podcast. (laughs) Could potentially be good. Yeah, Um, that's definitely definitely setting you, you know, picking a side and standing there. I want to chat about a um, film called Sleepwalk With Me. Okay, I heard of that. Um, I like the title, obviously, because of... I quite like the Twin Peaks sort of reference. Right. Um, It's it's a Sundance film, so it's an American indie film. And it's about this. It's to be fair. This I found the story sort of like fractured into a few few different areas. It started off the trailer kind of implies that it's going to be some kind of relationship comedy about this guy who everyone around him is getting married and he doesn't want to get married. Um, and then it's like he's a stand-up comedian and he's not very good, but he wants to be good. And then another story kicks in where he starts sleepwalking, um, and it becomes really severe. And he starts like having these starts hurting himself basically. So he starts ending up climbing on top of things and jumping off and he starts going mental in his dreams. And in a way, that I suppose those three strands sort of come together and that he starts using his dreams sort of mixed with his fear of getting married to his girlfriend, which then gives him the source to be a really good stand-up comic. <laughs> so that's pretty much just that's it. Um, but um, I thought, yeah, I thought it's kind of like, I'm, I'm interested to see it. I think it's got a lot of potential. Watching it, some of the styles are a little bit irritating in the way that a lot of sort of American independent films are in that really forced, quirky way. But um, yeah. I'm kind of, you know, I, I thought it was quite interesting actually. So I'm kind of looking forward to that. Does it have an Arcade Fire soundtrack? They all no, seem to be doesn't. doing that at no. the moment. No, it doesn't. Oh, well then, well then. Um, but yeah, so it's, yeah, I think out of all the kind of trailers I watched, I was kind of like, you know, it's one that's semi, semi-interesting, quite exciting. So we'll see what happens when that comes out. Cool. Awesome. Let's hope it gets a decent release over here. Some of these Sundance ones take a little while to come over here, but um, yeah, fingers crossed. When's Batman out? Next it week? It is out on the 20th of July. Mm. So awesome. Soon, yeah. That is next, uh, almost next week. Yeah. I might be going to the press screening at the IMAX, uh, BFI IMAX next yes, week. We've, uh, we've no. had an invite. Jealous. Oh, hello. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. We've also got one of our writers is going Will to... Will Christian Bale be there? Uh, I imagine so, I don't know. Well, it, Maybe nobody's that, really no. paying attention because I'm there. That'll be the press screening there. There won't be celebrities there, I don't think. It'll just be... Um, Apart from Darren, obviously. You, you, might, yeah, you might spot some uh, celebrity writers. Oh, yeah, those really famous um, critics. Yeah. <laughs> Mark Commode. He's fairly famous. Commamous, that's not a word. What's the name? That bint from film 2012. Claudio Winkleman, that bint from film 2012. That's no way to speak about it, Norman. He's a national institution. But yeah, that's exciting. We've also got one of our writers has got, well, he just watched one of them yesterday, but we've got an invite to their re showing Batman Begins and Dark Knight as a sort of warm up and. Yeah, Jonathan's gone to that. He's going to um, do a little write-up on the site to get people psyched up for uh, the Dark Knight Rises. So. It's quite funny, though, because he's doing um, all the hard work by doing all these, um, going, to, going to these screenings at Warner Brothers for the first two. And then when, when we get the ticket for the big one, we're like, yeah, sorry, mate. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> I'm going. Did you guys hear what Secret Cinema's last film was? No. It was Prometheus. They got it on the same release as um, General Cinema. So, because normally they take a classic, don't they? And yeah do the installation, but it was Prometheus. And apparently it was just astonishing. But that's what, what they did to it. Sorry? What they did. Yeah, well, the whole thing. I mean, I've never, I've never actually had the opportunity to go. Um, but I know people that kind of that do bits of design for them. 
And uh, yeah, it was apparently just really, really, really massive, like the biggest thing they've ever done. But it's kind of cool. And they're apparently taking it to New York. Not that film, because obviously that would defy the point. But yeah, they're going to start Secret Cinema New York. I'm actually amazed there isn't already a Secret Cinema New York. But yeah. Well, there you go. They're launching it. Um, what, what do you do, Lindsay, when we do these podcasts? Because all I can hear is like scratching and rattling. And f- <laughs> I think I might play with my necklace. That yeah. was the, what Laura complained about last time. Sorry. It's because there's a microphone on my headphones that I don't realise. Sorry, everybody. We can cut that bit out, right? No. Well, you've lost us all two of our listeners. Both of them just went, I'm sick of that silly bitch playing with a necklace. Oi. No, no, no need to talk about Dave like that. (laughs) So, it's got part of our shortest podcast ever. Me and Lindsay haven't seen anything. I'm going to have a bit of a cinema blitz on Sunday. And then I'm off to London and then I can use my Cineworld card. So, I reckon next time I'll be speaking for about two hours. Yeah, I'm I'm on holiday this weekend, so I probably won't watch much... um, the next time, when I probably I'll squeeze something in. So, Dave, what have you seen? I know for a fact you've seen two films, and one of them I can't even believe you're going to talk about. <laughs> so, let's get let's straight on to this documentary you've seen. And I say, be I, really. I, I will skim through this documentary because, <laughs> to be honest, it's not necessarily got much for release. But that's why I sort of wanted to talk about. It. I just wanted to give it a bit of a chance. Uh, yeah, basically, uh, my I might have mentioned this once or twice before, but my my wife is a, a roller derby player. Um, it's quite a new sport, uh, all women's sport. Well, they've got some male leagues, but they're not as important. Um, but but yeah, and uh, it's this quite aggressive sort of sport on roller skates. I won't go into the details. And basically, the um, my wife's team put on a special screening of this new documentary called uh, Derby Baby: A Story of Love, Addiction, and Rink Rash. Um, <laughs> they put, yeah, they put on a special screening about of this. Um, it's an independent film. It's made by, I imagine, by uh, fans of the sport. And uh, it's made in America. And uh, I don't know what their plans are. I imagine it's it's just they're selling it on DVD independently at the moment. Um, but, yeah, we got this special sort of screening of it, uh, which is cool. And, uh, yeah, it was it was, it was surprisingly good, actually. Um, not that I was expecting it to be awful, but sort of small independent thing on a very specific sort of subject. Um, I just thought... I thought it'd just be a bit of a fan film and it'd be like, oh yeah, Roll Derby, it's amazing, la, 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 just kissing its ass. And to be honest, the first half an hour, it was a bit like that. It was it's sort of nicely done and sort of interesting, but it was very much like, oh, isn't, isn't Roll Derby amazing, blah, blah, blah. And that's not interesting. You, you can't make a documentary out of just kissing the ass of some, something. It's like, but luckily, uh, after that sort of, uh, sort of around the midpoint or just a bit before, they do start to look into things uh, in a bit more detail. It does become quite interesting uh, because it's such a, a new sport or at least it's only been, it's, it's had a resurgence recently because it, it, it was started in the 50s. But in the 50s, it was almost a bit of a joke. It was just something to get put on TV. Whereas nowadays, it's, um, it's, it's taken a lot more seriously. So it's interesting to see a sport growing from the ground up um, and, and how people take it. And especially because it started off as more of a, a, a something, a bit of fun, really, um, back in the 50s and the 70s. Uh, it's, it's been very difficult for the sort of the Derby Association to, um, to sort of make it recognised as a serious sport. So there's a lot of stuff about that, which is interesting. Uh, but not just it's not just necessarily showing, oh, this is, this is how hard it was to get it recognised as a sport, because now it is officially recognised as a sport. Uh, it also talks about reasons why it was difficult and things that maybe should change if they want it to become more serious. And there's also a lot about how um, commercialisation could 
either help it or hinder it because it's it's such a sort of alternative sport and uh, all the sort of um, teams are sort of love the fact love this sort of fact everything's everything's led by the sort of players it's um there's no organizations running at all and stuff like that it's all it's all done for by volunteers and by people who enjoy the sport and uh, which which gives it an amazing sort of atmosphere and and the film gets this across well but also the film sort of says, well, but at the same time, there's so many people doing this sport. We sort of need a bit of a structure to it. And we maybe need some money. We maybe need some sponsorship. But And some people are saying, yeah, we need to push that. It's going to be amazing. Others are like, no, it's going to ruin our sort of originality, our alternative sort of feel and the, the sort of friendly sort of atmosphere and things like that. Um, so it's got an interesting debate there. And as I say, it is interesting to see this sport come out from almost nothing. Um so yeah, it's, it's a good watch. So you should definitely, I know, look online. Um, I'm sure you can get it, buy it from their website or or wherever. But Derby Baby, um, yeah, it's worth a look, especially people who are interested in the sport. Uh, it's probably good for people who don't know anything about the sport because it sort of introduces it quite nicely. But um, but for fans, fans of Derby definitely should watch it. Awesome. So what else have you seen, Dave? Well, the other film I've seen is a little bit more well-known, <laughs> a lot more well-known, uh, is I went to see... The Amazing Spider-Man. Uh, yeah, obviously. Did you get ring-crashing Spider-Man? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I in that seat. Done, Spider-Man shuffling around in my seat. <laughs> mm. uh, Latex rash. Yeah, but basically, Amazing Spider-Man, I'm sure you're aware, it's it's basically the reboot of the, of the series. It's not a new one with uh, Tobey Maguire in it. It's um, They've basically gone back to the start and done another origin story. We've mentioned it in the podcast before, and I'm sure if you listen to a film podcast, you know what it is. Um yeah, and I went to see it this week. No and spoilers, Dave. I know normally we don't care, but we've not seen it. Yeah, I'll, I'll try not to spoil it. Um, I'll try my best. Yeah, Amazing Spider-Man. Mm, yeah, I didn't didn't like it, I have to say. I didn't like it that much. Hang on a minute. You said I didn't didn't like it. Uh, that was just me stuttering. No, I didn't like it. Yeah, Dan, why are you pulling it out? <laughs> yeah, uh, the problem... I mean, there's a lot of problems with it, but I think for me... on. Uh, as an overall sort of feel, it wasn't that it was bad. It was just, it was really, really average and just bland and it didn't do oh. anything special. It didn't do anything new. It's like, it's, there's, I mean, obviously it was always going to be a bit similar to the first Spider-Man, the, to- the first Tobey Maguire and Sam Raimi Spider-Man um, because it isn't an origin story again. But there's so many of the same sort of narrative sort of beats and stuff in there and it's like, and when you see them happening, it's like, oh, well, I've seen this before. And to be honest, I kind of preferred it last time. And it just feels like a waste of time. It's just... That's never good. No, and it's... I don't know. It's weird. I, I keep. I was comparing it in my head to sort of Prometheus because Prometheus was another blockbuster this year that I was disappointed with. Uh, but to be honest, as much as I, I had a problem with Prometheus, at least Prometheus had some really strong moments. It had some shit moments. But it had some strong moments that were like, whoa, this is pretty spectacular. This is interesting. Whereas this, it never really had any really bad moments. It was just always there, sort of just below the middle, sort of like, uh, just, yeah, I think that sums it up. Uh, it, oh, dear. Well, ever since, it, ever since we first saw the trailers, we've chatted about this. We've yeah. always said it feels pointless. Yeah. And it sounds like that is exactly what it is. It's yeah. just like, we, like you say, we've seen... The last film pretty much did all this before. Why is it fucking? Why is it an origin story? We always mm. said that, and is that the biggest problem with it? Yeah, it was to me. Well, and as well to me, it's just as I say, it just 
it just never feels that exciting. It never feels that interesting. It starts off quite well because um, the one aspect that they do, and this isn't spoiler because it's right at the beginning of the film, the one aspect that they do introduce that is quite different to the original Spider-Man, uh, well, the original, I say there's loads of Spider-Man films, but the, um, the Tobey Maguire ones, is um, it introduces the idea of, of Peter Parker trying to find out what happened to his parents because um, they sort of disappear, basically, and, and run off and leave him. Uh, and that aspect's really interesting, it, it, and it sets that up straight away at the beginning of the film. You see him as a little kid. Um, and when that started, I was like, okay, this is something a bit different. This is interesting. But they sort of drop that after a third of the way through the film or halfway through the film. It's like, yeah, fuck that storyline. Let's just... Let's start a new one. <laughs> and enough and, now. Yeah, and then and then halfway through you get the whole and again this isn't a spoiler, it's in the trailer. You get the um uh the lizard sort of storyline uh coming in and that just sort of comes in halfway through. Is I that mean, the bad guy? Yeah. And, and then it just What becomes, do you reckon guy called the lizard? Or whatever he's <laughs> No, it yeah. might be that actually the spider that he got bitten by was part lizard and then suddenly he realises he's becoming a lizard as well oh, as yeah. a lizard man. I think, I don't, yeah. Mm, yeah. That would be a nice take on the, on the story. Might be better than this. <laughs> Not Spider-Man at all. But yeah, so, so the, the, it sort of gives up its, its original concept and just becomes an average, okay, Spider-Man's got to stop this bad guy. Also, on, on, with regards to the bad guy, I don't want to spoil, without spoiling anything, He's not really mega evil for several reasons. And so, again, it was like, there's not a lot of drama there. Cause... Yeah, but then Sandman wasn't. Well, yeah, Spider-Man 3 was shit. Sandman, <laughs> bring me a dream. But, uh, he was Spider-Man 2. Well, to be, to be honest, I think I even preferred Spider-Man 3 to this. Yeah, no, he was Spider-Man 2, wasn't he, Sandman? No, no, that's number 3. I gave Spider-Man, it was Spider-Man 2 was Octopus. Octopus. Oh, course, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with just a, a, a standard sort of uh, villain versus Spider-Man thing that's fine but because it's an origin story and they set the film up as being as having this extra aspect to it by giving up on that and then just resorting to yeah. a standard it's just uh, what's yeah. the take on the character like is he a little bit more less geeky uh, yeah I was going to say is Andrew Garfield any good um, he's not he's, he's not bad I'm not a massive fan of him he's um, what they do is that they they go more to like he is in the comics he's a bit sort of sarky and takes the piss out of people a bit more um, when, when he becomes Spider-Man anyway. But before he's Spider-Man, he's still pretty geeky, a bit of a loser. Um, what they do more is, is, is Andrew Garfield plays up his sort of like, I don't know, awkward teenager. He's sort of like, he's a bit shy, mumbles a lot sort of thing. And, and that sort of side of things annoyed me a little bit. Um, but he's not bad. He's not bad because I'm not a massive Tobey Maguire fan. Um, so yeah, Andrew Garfield is a reasonable choice. I, I didn't mind him. Um, there's uh, Emma Stone as Gwen Stacy. Uh, she's good. And the chemistry I think between... she's generally quite good. Yeah, she's generally quite good. Uh, and the chemistry between them is good. There's a lot because of they're little... not been in real life. Yeah, exactly. So the flirting between them feels quite natural. But at the same time, every, a lot of people are saying about, oh, yeah, great, they've got loads more relationship aspects to it. But no, to be honest, there's, their relationship doesn't really... There's not much of a, an arc to it. There's not much depth to it. It's just more convincing when you see them together. That's convincing. But the relationship itself is not anything interesting. It's, it's, it's just stuck in there to get, to get more teenage girls to watch the film, I guess. It's, uh, yeah, so no, the whole thing, everything about it. What was about just the like, first oh. person Spidey bits? Yeah. There's more in the trailers than there is in the film. There's, there's a couple, there's, it, I think it's in there about twice, um, but they, they seem shorter than they were in the trailer. There's just little Thank glimpses of that. it. 
Um, Maybe it's because test audiences just started throwing up from nausea. Yeah, to be honest, those bits yeah. are quite cool. But I watched it in 2D. I don't know what they're like in 3D. I can't be asked to watch it in 2D. But, um, but yeah, and in terms of those scenes, set piece wise, set piece wise, it's just bland as well. It's like there's no real mega exciting sort of scenes. He swings around, which looks nice, but we've seen it before. Okay, maybe it's slightly flashier than it was before, but yeah. And there's, oh, there's a painfully cheesy sort of like USA, USA sort of moment as oh, well. Oh, they were in the originals. Yeah, they were in the original, but there's another one in this where it's like, oh, and plus it's <laughs> pointless. Oh, I wish I could ruin that bit, but no, yeah. Uh, yeah, we, we have to talk about this again when you can lay into it. But... Yeah, again, I mean, it's not awful. It's not awful, but it's just so, like, meh. just average and, like, meh and, like, yeah, it's just so forgettable, really forgettable. I, I can't imagine anyone really giving a shit about this later on unless the sequels are really good. Um, but, yeah, no, big big disappointment. Not that I was that excited about it before. Have they got plans for any more with these two? Or? Oh, there's definitely a trilogy yeah, yeah. as ever. They can't fucking make one film anymore in Hollywood. Uh, so, yeah, there's a trilogy coming. Um, well, surely they're gonna is they're gonna do Avengers two and Spider Man's gonna be in it. Yeah, there's rumours of that, but um, don't know. We'll see. Maybe. Did you stay for the very end for the post credits? Yes, I did. I almost left, but there is there is a little bit at the end. Uh, is that interesting? Uh, it's it gives a bit of uh, uh, yeah yeah it's all right. It just <laughs> it suggests it's it suggests who the, the there's villain. a bigger it basically suggests there's a bigger villain behind the scenes who's gonna be in the next film. To be honest, though, I don't know the Spider-Man comics enough. I didn't really know who it was. Um, he, he's all in shadow and he's, he's holding something and like that's supposed to be a hint to who he is, but I don't fucking know Spider-Man. So I was like, okay, there's some weird shady character. I don't know who he is. Uh, but yeah, it was, about to get it was a nice cheesy little ending, but nothing special. Um, yeah. Speaking of... Oh, I can't spoil it again, but there's a little bit near the end as well, which... Oh no! Yeah, yeah, it totally ruins things. But yeah, anyway, so basically, pure average. Pure well, average. Which film is better, Spider Man or um, Darby Baby? Darby Baby was a lot better than Spider Man. Well, it was more interesting. It, it was more. I don't it's know, nice. more I think Darby Baby sounds quite good. Yeah, it is. It's worth. It. Honestly, it's uh, it is worth a watch. It, is Wink Rush curable? Um, you've just got to. Uh, is it a bit like Thrush? Yeah. No. <laughs> No, <laughs> it is basically just like carpet burn. You've just got to uh, wait for it to heal. Itself. Is it like rink rash? Is that what you get when you have sex on the ice? <laughs> yeah. hey. oh, okay, that could be the sequel, Derby Baby Two: Sex on the Ice. On the ice. <laughs> yeah, they don't yeah. play ice on Derby. Ice Derby. They don't play ice in roller derby. I God, that'd be dangerous. Oh, yeah, of course. For some reason, I just thought you've got the old word rink in your head and thought it's yeah. ice. Yeah. Well, so like maybe the second fault. one. Well, they don't want to document you on the same su- subjects. Maybe the next one is... Um, maybe the next hockey. one is trying to play roller derby on ice and yeah, seeing what happens. Maybe cool. that's what some of the commercial sort of um, yeah, that's how they can make, they can get one. make it more violent, turn it into um, murder, murder, not murder. Make it more thing. comedy. That would be hilarious, watching people try and roll a blade on ice. <laughs> they skate, not blade, don't they? Yes, yeah, oh yeah, four, four wheels. Except the roller girls, they're, they're scary. Hmm. Awesome. Cool. Um, so yeah, a, a mixed bag. Awesome. Ooh. That's. I mean, that's it. You guys haven't seen. Haven't yeah, seen shit. No, no, yeah, <laughs> no point chatting shit for the sake of chatting shit. Like we a, did. Um, we did watch the informant, which is obviously not oh, a new film. Ages ago. But I it was really, quite enjoyed really it. I liked it. Yeah, yeah. like I kind of got to the point where you were like, I've no idea what's real and what's not. Average. So none yeah, of it's better than I thought. But I think I was expecting it to not be very good. That's why I quite liked it. But yeah. Yeah. But anyway. Like, 
always cheers me up. Cool. Right. Um, we keep mentioning our Hitchcock special, but we are pushing that back to a fortnight when Laura's here because she's desperate to get involved. Um, she's a big Hitchcock fan. Yeah, she's like scary, desperate to get involved. I'm a yeah. little bit worried. So in a couple of weeks, we'll uh, we'll talk Hitchcock. Um, so cool. Let's have a quick look at. <laughs> let's have a look at what's out the next fortnight. Not a lot. Uh, we've got Magic Mike Batman. out uh, on the eleventh. So yeah, today. see, I'm guessing as the, as the girl, I, I'm supposed to have some kind of yeah. Fwah, can't wait to can't. To be fwah. honest, it's supposed to be it's supposed to be all right. I've heard a lot of a lot of guys standing up to saying it's it's worth it as a sort of a I don't know, I a horrible it's a movie word, but bromance. Middle-aged women and gay men. Oh yeah, yeah. But, but um, you know, give it ten years, and I'll be well all yeah, over that shit. It's, it's supposed to be okay, but I'm not rushing out to see it. Soderbergh, isn't it? Yeah. We've got uh, on the 13th of July. We've got Ice Age Four: Continental mm. Drift. That's already out. Oh, it says it's 13th of July now. Yeah, whatever. Oh, yeah, it is already out. Anyway, uh, we've got Seeking a Friend for the End of the World. Uh, which What's that is... about? Kieran <laughs> Knightley and... Yeah, it's Kieran Knightley and... Uh... I want to say Rob Bryden, but it's not. It's oh, Steve Carroll. Yeah, Steve Carell, yeah. <laughs> Rob Bryden. It'd be better if it were. <laughs> yeah. but, um... They're like the English-American version of each other, right? Oh, actually, that's quite an interesting little concept, that film, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, to be honest, I was going to say, I, I just thought... saw I saw a trailer for it before Spider-Man and... Um, I think it looks all right. Yeah. Although two very irritating people. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't mind Steve. Both of, both of them have been in films that I, I don't mind them in. But have you seen both. Crazy Stupid Love, Flint? Yeah. He was quite liked him in that. Yeah. I quite like him in the Office. It's just. Yeah, I like. Yeah. Okay. When he's a bit, bit more serious, bit I, I quite like. It. Yeah, but it, I think um, I, I think it looks all right. I've, that's one of the soundtracks I've been sent to review actually. Although. I wasn't going to review that because I've been sent to you and I'm skipping a few, but the soundtrack's Remember quite good. Send me these links for these MP3s, Dave. <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, so that's coming out, uh, which looks interesting. Then we've got Detachment, which is Tony Kaye's new film, the first in a while, and uh, uh, with Adrian Brody and about a, a teacher who is detached, I guess. But uh, yeah, it, it's not supposed to be amazing, so, but I don't know, it might be interesting. Um, we've got Chariots of Fire is getting a big re-release in time for the Olympics uh, with a new remastered edition and all that rubbish Um, I've not actually seen Chariots of Fire I tell you what if somebody actually gets a Chariots of Fire into the Olympic Stadium I'd be hats off to them it's not very good yeah, it looks a bit cheesy. I can never be asked with it. Darren's capsule reviews. It's not very good. <laughs> I can't even bother to a haiku anymore. No. Sums it up. Cool. And to be honest, you can probably make that statement a haiku if you get your punctuation right. Well, it's not very good to the first line. Yeah. Well, there you go. It's not very Yeah, what well up? I count my fingers then. Uh, <laughs> yeah, cool. me too, Dave. Me too. On the 20th, we've got uh, Dark Knight Rises, obviously. Woo, woo, woo. Uh, we've also got Lola Versus, a romantic comedy that I've reviewed the soundtrack for on the site. It was a really good soundtrack, actually. Um, but the film's supposed to be terrible. <laughs> uh, it's, um, what's the name? Greta Gerwig, or whatever. I don't know how to pronounce it. Um, yeah, some sort of hip New York romantic comedy thing, but it's supposed to be shite. Uh, then we've got Revenge of the Electric Car, which is a sequel <laughs> to the documentary uh, Something Else of the Electric Car. I can't remember what it's called. Uh, yeah, and then there's uh, the I'm guessing Brooklyn... then that's not like rubber, where there's like no, a no, it's, car it, that goes rogue. It, it is a documentary about oh. about the electric car and why it's not been uh, getting pushed um, as much as it should by the car companies mm-hmm. and stuff and the petrol companies and all mm-hmm. that political sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we've got the Brooklyn Brothers beat the best, which is some sort of musical comedy, which uh, uh, one of our many Brooklyn sponsors Brothers, is that, like, uh, Mario and Luigi. Oh yeah. But what about how many uh, distributor sponsors um, we sent me a press release about that the other day? Uh, yeah, it's basically a singer-songwriter hits the road with a self-appointed music revolutionary. Uh, yeah. I think the reviews have been quite good, actually. It's a 
done some of the festivals, but I don't know a lot about it. Uh, but yeah, sounds good. But with that on rises, I imagine nothing that week is going to make much money except that. No, it's all going to Nolan. Yeah, I don't think he gets the money, Linz. But it's his film. No, it's not. But, no, but he is one sure. element of it. I imagine he'll get a lot well, of money though. But... I was going to say we have to check out who's got exec producer credits in it, and then and then we'll know. Well, yeah, Warner Brothers will get the money, but. Mm. Do you know what we should start adding? We should start adding DVD box sets because I watched loads of them. Like we've just yeah, finished Empire. Like TV, TV series. TV series. No, we shouldn't. No, we shouldn't. But then, you know, we should start reviewing them. Awesome. I, th- I think we spend a long enough chatting about films, to be honest. <laughs> Maybe you should do a separate TV podcast. On my own. Hello, Lindsay. I think that this is a great idea. Yeah, me too. Brilliant. I reckon David would be up for it. I'd be up for it, although I don't watch it regu- regularly enough. I, I, the I problem is as well, yeah, it's like, it's like books, reviews, they, they take so much longer. Yeah. Because you obviously have to watch I've 12 just hours, got, um, With my phone contract, I've got a new... Um, my house phone, not my mobile. I've got all the years free Love Film subscription. Thanks for clearing that up, Dave. A <laughs> years free um, Love Film subscription, so I'm going to take advantage of that. But there's a lot of good TV series on that. Well, not a lot, but some that I really want to see. They've got um, stuff that I missed ages ago, stuff like Lost and 24 and uh, Sons of Anarchy, which I've heard is good. And, uh, and then it's got a load of classic British ones. They've got like uh, Red Dwarf, Blackadder and Only Fools and Horses and such. Useful, so. so you can not watch them again. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah. I've been watching no, Blackadder quite regularly. Blackadder's awesome. Um, Blackadder's awesome. As is Red Dwarf, the first like four seasons of yeah, Red Dwarf. Yeah, it gets shit after a while though. Um, but yeah, if Boardwalk Empire's on there, watch that. That one's pretty no, good. No, it's not unfortunately. Boom. HBO. Okay, so this is really quick, half an hour. Yeah, anyway, yeah, this is this is the end. Uh, no, um, sad news, let's quickly round off the usual. Oh, for a minute I thought you said sad news. It's like, sad what, news. what? Oh no! Well, actually, I did get a, I did actually get a, a request from Laura to bring back the death list that I used to have um, every month, every fortnight. Uh, and oh, yeah, wow. uh, Ernest Borgnine did die. Oh shit! My phone's on. Uh, died a couple <laughs> of days ago. I was always a big Ernest Borgnine fan from uh, Wild Bunch and Airwolf. <laughs> No and, idea uh, who he is. Uh, I, I, whenever I think of him, I just think of The Simpsons. I was going to say my, one of my one of my favourite times. He's probably one of the best guest stars in The Simpsons. Just for. Is it Mill has something? He goes Ernest Borgnine. Yeah, <laughs> like they'd know who he was. But, what um, do you think will happen when Michelle Rodriguez dies? Will we like implode? I think we will. I think the <laughs> I world haven't seen will. her for a while either. Uh, I saw her in a trailer of something. I can't remember what it was. Yeah, she's. I'm sure she'll be in a thousand films this year. She usually is. So we've got a little tiny little. Um, Podcast just to keep it ticking over this time. For ready for a monster one next time. Yeah, Hitchcock next Hitchcock, week. Hitchcock, loads of cinema releases. Dark Knight Rising yeah. chat. Oh no, I'll probably be the only one who's seen it. Mm. Oh, we'll no, see it by in a fortnight. I've seen it. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah. It's out a week on Friday. It's out on Friday week ah, okay, next Friday, cool. isn't it? Is everybody going to watch it instantly? Then go to the IMAX. Uh, yeah. uh, probably not IMAX. Can't be asked to judge. We're not IMAX. Sheffield. We, we, we have an IMAX. Now. We do yeah, have an IMAX. True. I, I do know. have. Yeah, I tell you what, I've got a voucher for my birthday actually for Cineworld, so I could spend it on that. Cool. I max it up. Live dangerously. So, yeah, look forward to that in the next couple of weeks. Uh, so, quickly, uh, as I ever, check out the website, uh, blueprintreview.co.uk. We've got a new logo. Yeah, we've got a new I logo. Saw check it. that out. It's lovely. Do you like our new logos? I do. We are introducing those to all our companies and stuff. Uh, should be um, make everything look pretty. We've got new websites coming on and everything as well. Uh, Blueprint View will stay the same because it's awesome. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah. And we can't be able to change it. Uh, but yeah, check that out. Uh, check us out at facebook.com slash BP Review. Follow us at Twitter at Blueprint Rev. Uh, Why are we not BP Review? Uh, it was taken. It's Twitter's a nightmare to find the right thingies. 
Um, email us if uh, for any thoughts on themes and shit like that. Uh, info at blueprintreview.co.uk. I keep getting text. It's so professional. Yeah, so professional. Hopefully it won't pick Mine's up. on mute. What's yours on, Lindsay? Mine's on mute too. Do you know oh, why that so. is, Dan? That's Mine's on extra people. loud. Exactly. Dave's a bad, bad we're, person. We're, we're pros. Dave's the amateur. Who's, uh, <laughs> I mean, busy. Won a competition to host a re- review podcast. That dinosaur noise. Uh, cool. So. Oh, yeah, that dinosaur. Yeah, dinosaur. <laughs> Maybe from the Dinosaurs TV show from the 90s. <laughs> oh, man, I used to love that TV program. Anyway, we can't go there. We can't go down that avenue. Cool. Anyway, let's, uh, let's save that for off. your TV podcast. Yeah, on my own. <laughs> Dinosaurs. Cool. Well, uh, yeah. See Good you night, in a couple all. of weeks. I hear you. Whatever. <laughs> Bye. Bye.